हेलो लिस्नर्स वेलकम टू न्यूज वारिया भारत शक्ति डॉट इन ओन पॉडकास्ट ऑन दिस प्लेटफॉर्म वी बिन ब्रिंगिंग यू स्टोरीज अबाउट द इक्विपमेंट हेल्थ बाय द इंडियन आर्म फोर्सेस द आर्मी नेवी एंड द एयर फोर्स इन आवर प्रीवियस एपिसोड वी डिस्कस्ड एयरक्राफ्ट विद द एयर फोर्स एंड वी लिमिटेड आवर डिस्कशन कीपिंग इन व्यू द वाइड रेंज ऑफ इक्विपमेंट दैट दे हैव ओनली टू द मिग सीरीज टुडे वी विल गो अ लिटिल बियॉन्ड वी विल गो ऑन टू डिस्कस other aircraft fighter aircrafts that the indian air force has i have with me uh, air commodore sp singh welcome air commodore sp singh good morning to uh, everyone and thank you very much for inviting me once again on the bharat shakti podcast it's a pleasure always talk to our listeners uh, thank you sp uh, we will go ahead with the questions on the other aircrafts other than the mig series that we have but there is one question that i would like you to Uh, recall once again you explained it last time but right, uh, since we may be having certain listeners who have tuned in for the first time and it's right. about the classification of uh, aircraft if you remember we discussed that there are various classifications that you have based on uh, their role their employment etc if you can just tell us about that before we get on to the questions yes sir very rightly said i think it's better to once again go over these things so that people are in tune with what we speak subsequently the basic classification of the aircrafts in the any air force or especially for the indian air force is that our roles are such that we need to classify the aircrafts based on their role mainly one is air force is required to go and strike the enemy targets inside the enemy territory destroy their war waging potential for this there are certain specific types of aircraft which are called strike aircraft now they are designed to do this carry weapon load go into enemy territory destroy the targets and combat now along with them when they go into enemy territory they need to be defended in the air from the enemy air attack or enemy missiles for this you need a special types of aircraft which will carry certain missiles air defense missiles these aircrafts are called air defense aircraft also we also need to understand that when the enemy air strike comes to attack our target that is on our side we need to defend them and for defending them we need air defense so once again these air defense aircrafts are useful in defending your own uh, vavps that is vital area vital points inside your own tight so these are the two broad classifications the strike aircraft and the air defense aircraft now what has happened so over the years in technology as it's changed rather than having specific aircrafts for a specific role the lines have merged and most of the aircrafts today as you see on the inventory as we talk about are the multi role aircraft that means they can do both tasks they can go inside enemy territory strike on the target come back and defend our air space so these are called multi role aircraft which are the most modern aircraft which we have on the event as we go by we'll talk about these uh, this is the primary distinction i just want to mention one more thing here is that your since we are not the developer of the aircraft ourselves we only had to buy equipments from outside so we had to depend on either the russian fleets uh, or the western fleet so most of the aircraft that we had earlier were of russian origin since russia was our time tested friend so we had all the series of mixed series aircraft with us but slowly as the time progressed because of the advancement in technology and the requirements to have variety of aircraft so that not to put all your eggs in one basket we had to look westwards and that's why we started having western aircrafts like from uk from france from america so these are the kind of aircraft which come in so depending on their origin these aircraft also class, classified as russian fleet aircraft or the western fleet aircraft. so these are the major classification that we have 
right let's go a little further just give us the broad idea about other than make you know those were the mainstays like you said uh, at some stage the russian fleet and then we went on to get some more resources from uh, western powers so which are the other aircrafts that the indian air force flies other than mig series sir to answer this i will like first like to go a little bit in the history because that is also very important for us to understand how we evolved as a air force of the independent india the royal indian air force as it was initially christened in 1932 it was formed in delhi road karachi and that time there is pre independence era and obviously since we are ruled by britishers all the air force and equipment that we have all of british origin so from that after we got independence we started looking towards our growing uh, indian air force obviously as in 1950 the movement became republic the word royal was dropped and we became indian air force for a very long time we were still dependent on the british origin aircraft like you know nats and uh, hunters and those kind of aircraft and canberra but as our affiliation tilted towards the russia we started inducting most of the russian aircraft and this is where our entire air force grew not only air force sir army navy everybody started having equipment was from coming from russia but it's somewhere in the late 60 or early 70s that we realized that the technology change which is taking place in the world outside is far superior and far better than what is happening in the russian aircraft and we found certain limitations coming in our system just to give you example sir if we, i think most of our listeners must have seen the movie border if you see the border movie the jackie shaw as a commanding officer of the hunter squadron was waiting very eagerly and anxiously for the sunrise to take place so that he can go and strike in the longewala battle help our own army in fight against the tank deployment which was in longewala to hit them hard and tenu their capability now these kind of limitation that we could not do any capability at night we could not strike enemy target night we could not fly war waging potential at night now these kind of limitations started forcing us to look towards western side and that is where we started having induction of the western aircraft however prior to this also we had certain aircraft that is of nat canberra adiz hunter these kind of british aircraft were there but post 70s uh, we started looking and in 80s we started having now western aircraft coming in the first aircraft to come in major modern aircraft was jaguar which was very soon followed by mirage 2000 and for a very long time we had these aircraft in our stay and even even today they are in service and they are going a good service the latest one which i am sure most of our listeners are aware of is the rafal there has been a lot of hype about the rafal rafal is also in the same series from the french aircraft mirage dassault aviation so these are the kind of major aircraft that we have in the fighter stream on other transport and uh, helicopter stream also we have gone towards west like in terms of induction of c130 aircraft transport aircraft c17 glow master which carries large amount of load and large amount of soldiers and equipment on board also helicopters like chinook and uh, apache helicopter attack after so you will see there is a large change taking place and we are mixed of now russian and western fleet aircraft and equipment okay uh, that's very well given i think some other day we will talk about this uh, old aircraft ancient aircraft like you're talking yes. about nat etc some other day we we'll talk about it yes. uh, no that will be very interesting i'm sure but today let's uh, first talk about jaguar uh, jaguar was inducted when was it inducted and as compared to the russian aircraft how would you rate that uh, how uh, how did it increase our combat potential of the air force i would say sir uh, i just mentioned 
continuing from that uh, border movie, <laughs> which I just said, 71 ops, we realize a huge disadvantage that our Air Force was facing was night capability. We didn't have any aircraft which could go and strike at night or take on the war at night. Now, this is a major drawback. Secondly, we also didn't have any aircraft which would carry precision weapons. The accuracies were as they were, but they were not very accurate, like what we call today as a precise uh, bombing or we call laser guided bombs and a precision bombing. That capability was non existent in that day. So, while the Russians were in the developing uh, into this area, we found that in the Western fleet, Jaguar was a aircraft available and it was on the offer in late 70s. So, we started working towards it and uh, as the luck could have it, the relations being such, we inducted in 1980s, we inducted the Jaguar. So, this was the first aircraft which was having such capability that it could go and hit enemy at night in their territory. Second issue was that during those earlier days, ACAR, there was a lot of limitation in terms of range as to how far we could go inside the enemy territory. The aim is to hit deeper and deeper inside. As an army man, yourself, you will understand that we always, while we want to attack the uh, enemy forces on ground at border, where the war is taking place, actual war, we also need to destroy their war waging capability and route from coming from storage areas, whether it's tanks, vehicles, or logistics supply. Now, to do that, you have to go well deep inside the enemy tank. And to go inside, you need to have capability. And this Jaguar, which is termed as Deep Penetration Strike ACAR, DPSC, was the first ACAR which gave us that capability. This was a major reason for induction of these ACAR. Now, with this came a lot of other added advantage of inducting these records, which I will now narrate one by one. So the main thing is that while we want to hit the enemy and destroy his war waging potential inside his own territory, we also want to see an ACA which can carry more weapon load. The earlier records that we had of the uh, Hunter series or uh, Canberra or the Nats or Maruts or mid-series, mid-21 series, they could carry very, very limited weapon load. That means they could carry just about a few weapons up to maximum about 1000 kgs. Now, here is an ACAR which would carry much more. That is almost three times of the weapon load that other ACARs are carrying. Now, imagine an ACAR able to do three times of the job which you are ready So, this is an added capability which it has. Secondly, earlier we had to go very close to the enemy target and deliver our weapon. So, the risk and the danger of losing aircraft and your own weapon and your own aircraft and pilot to the enemy air defense was very high. So you needed some aircraft which could deliver weapon from a larger distance that will keep itself safe from enemy air defense capability. So this Jaguar aircraft provided that capability. So you see, if I start seeing in a, in a broader term, it is a package which is available to us which had longer range more weapon capability, night capability, depth inside the precision, as well as the delivery from a stand of range, as you call it. Not very high, but at least for that era, when it was inducted, it was a very good stand of capability uh, range. This is the full package which was available to us. On top of it, the icing on top, if I add to this, is that while you go inside the enemy territory, if you do not know how to go about which route to follow, how to follow, you will never reach the target. So you need to have your 
navigation system very good so this a card was the one which has the first car which has the ins system that is inertial nav system on board it was very accurate system at of that age and it could carry you to the enemy target close by with precision you could deliver your weapon now with accuracy and come back imagine yourself sir like in today's case if i relate it earlier when people used to travel from place a to place b people had to stop their car ask one uh, person and route or some shopkeeper how to go to next place and these kind of thing we had to keep asking and keep going and we had to fully depend on the input given by that person whether right or wrong now today we have google everybody in this car or mobile or anywhere just hits google and says share your google location and you hit google and you reach whatever path it takes you and the system is so accurate it takes you right up to the doorstep of the person that you want to reach exactly similar thing advantage that we face today it was available to us in jaguars when we inducted them so these are the huge advantages that we got by inducting jaguar over the aircraft which earlier we had so there is a obviously there is a quantum jump in our war waging capability and our potential against the adversary who didn't have such potential at that time that is what the entire uh, jaguar comprised of right if we can go ahead a little further in spite of all those all those advantages that uh, you gave us and jaguar sure. seems to be at that point in time one of the best aircraft i'm sure we went in for mirages next yeah. what drove us to mirages what's so special about mirages what kind of weapons do you have on mirages if you could tell it for our listeners sir uh, very rightly said that if we had only achieved something why did we go next for something more <laughs> sir two things again i'll say here one is ye dil mange more you are never never satisfied with what you had you always looking for something okay. more something better once again sir for my listeners i just want to relate it to normal day to day life things as it happens so that you can understand why do we go for such requirements it is not a wasteful expenditure that we do of the tax payers money there is a reason behind it there is there is a aim behind it like earlier all of us had you know scooters lamborghini vespa then we slowly moved on to cars the fiat car and mazda car and slowly now today most of us have the high end cars with all kind of facilities with ac running wipers running on their own which you have you have the facility now you can run the phone your car phone is working for you hands off and you can cruise you can drive at very high speed your tires are very great value and uh, even your uh, engines are mp5 engines so there is huge amount of improvement that you have in your cars that you own today similarly the gadgets in the house we never even had those ovens and all now today you have everything oven grill cooker every damn, damn thing you have the similar progression of technology has been taking place in aviation industry also however the technology change in aviation field has been the highest there's been a quantum jump in technology because of war waging potential and the cost being very high now that's why so as the new inductions come in this war scenario changes enemy also tries to protect itself and uh, protect its assets in terms of what is available with you like if you today we had jaguars that time it could go deep inside hit from a uh, slightly farther distance so the enemy started having advanced missiles which are now it could it could hit the incoming aircraft at a larger distance then they started having radars better radars which could pick up these aircrafts they also obviously there's a one to one game which continues and because of these reason another reason was sir that jaguar though it is a 
हाईली पोटेंशियल लेखा ऐसा दी स्ट्राइक रोल वाज कंसर्न इट हैड वेरी मिनिमल एयर डिफेंस कैपेबिलिटी ऑन इट्स ओन एक्सेप्ट ऑन बोर्ड जैमर दैट इट हैड व्हिच इज क्लोज प्रॉक्सिमिटी एंड टू मिसाइल्स इट कुड नॉट डिफेंड इटसेल्फ इन द एयर फ्रॉम एनिमी एयर अटैक पायलट्स डूइंग द टारगेटिंग जॉब सो फॉर दैट वी हैड टू गिवन लॉट ऑफ एयर डिफेंस एकास टू गो अलोंग विद इट सो व्हाट हैपेंस सो इन दैट केस इज दैट ए नंबर ऑफ एकास गोइंग इनसाइड द एनिमी टेरिटरी एज अ पैकेज that is strike aka and the air defense aka combination becomes very large and coordination between all these aka's combination protection of these becomes a major issue and they all have to go together like a seamless thread so the coordination and all those issue come up we are now looking for an aka which could perform these roles on its own that means as i earlier said that we have moved on to the eras of multi role aka so mirage was the first multi role aka that we are we are uh, having on the offer which could do its own advance which could do strike role also as well as could carry the jamming pod that will could go inside enemy territory it could carry jammers jam the enemy radar deny that radar looking towards its own own self thereafter deliver weapon with accuracy from a stand off range from a larger range as well as fight the enemy aka which is coming inside to attack him and defend itself so it was all encompassing in a single aka rather than having now a package of huge number of aka there was a single aka to fit to all roles before i go any further the capability of these akas can be seen from the fact that during kargil war in 1999 to the victory was sealed by these mirage akas by doing a precision strike over the tololing heights as well as the tiger hill which was one precision bomb the entire tiger hill bunker was destroyed i think most of the people must have seen that video the second capability which i want to highlight which is visible to people is the most recent balakot strike the entire balakot strike into the enemy territory launching a weapon which was from 100 km distance and hitting the target with precision destroying terrorist camps coming back safely was done by none other than the mirage zone well uh, thank you um, i think the air forces have been doing a great job in all battles of course and i do recall in kargil the air attack on montoz halo uh, the logistics space that the pakistanis had which you uh, the air force destroyed and that had a massive impact on the battle thereafter but let's go a little further and i'm taking the last uh, question now uh, for you uh, yeah. that is the su 30 You had a nice aircraft in terms of Mirage, equally good yes. in terms of Jaguar. And now, what do you have to say about Su-30 being inducted? Once again, now as the technology kept changing, and the at at some stage, Mirages were now being challenged, if I say, by equal induction on the other side, so F-16 in Pakistan, and the Su-30 and J-10 aircraft in the China side. Now, so we need to needed to have something more. something better in terms of handling the enemy threat and also be having an edge over them from our side now this issue had to be resolved quickly by finding out which are the other aircraft available fortunately for us the though the mig series aircraft were not as compatible and mig have not produced any such aircraft the sukhoi series was advancing very fast so we once again quickly fell back on our old friend time tested friend russia and shown up russia had this 230 on offer which at that stage 
was the one of the once again the best ikan. I mean, today it is one of the best ikan, and we have a large fleet now. Once again, in two thirty, sir. Uh, once again, comes in terms of what I covered for Mirages. It is an all weather, all types of mission capable ikan, which can do majority of the advanced strike roles of required by the any fighter ikan uh, today. To give an analogy, sir. Uh, once again, to make people understand as to what is how how do I compare Su thirty? Why do we need Su thirty? Earlier we had Mig twenty one series of aircraft mostly. Now, sir, that those aircraft in that era were the best, but they could they had limitation today's warfare because they could carry just limited war load of two five hundred kg bombs. That is about thousand kgs of war load at one go. They could fly for a mission about forty five minutes into about two hundred kilometers inside the enemy territory. That's all. Jaguars gave us a longer capability, going deeper, carrying more load, about 3,000 kgs. Mirages gave us a load carrying capacity now about 5,000 kgs. Now here is an aircraft Su-30, sir, which carries about 8,000 kgs of warload, which is now imagine eight times of a single Mig-21. It is as good as if you send eight Mig-21s or you send one Su-30, they carry same load. That's great. That's it. That's it. This is where the quantum change takes place, and this is how you analyze the war waging capability of a. So there is a single platform here. As I mentioned earlier, we had to send package, strike a card, advance a card, electronic warfare a card, all pulled into one. Some twelve, fifteen a cards going to strike one target. Now here is an a card, which has electronic warfare capability, which has a large load carrying capability to drop. Weapons on the enemy tanks, enemy uh, concentration of camps, enemy launching nodes, and carries about 12 missiles on board to do air defence. It can not only look after itself, but it can look after others also. So, in a way, it rather than becoming a air superiority fighter, became an air dominant fighter. And that is what the major thrust of this aircraft is: that it has got huge capabilities when you compare to the earlier aircraft that we had. One thing I must add here, sir. This aircraft is capable of going and doing what is called search and strike. What is search and strike, sir? That I go into enemy territory fearlessly. I am not worried. I am not scared of the enemy air air coming onto me because I can handle it. I can fire missiles at them while at the same time I am looking to support my army formations on the ground. See, there is a multitasking which is going on. That's why if you see Su-30 is the first aircraft that we have which is twin cockpit. Most of the fighters are single cockpit. That means single pilot does all the tasks. Since here the weapon capability was so high, a single pilot could not have done all this. So they created a twin cockpit. All aircrafts are twin cockpit. Earlier in the earlier aircraft, only training aircraft used to be twin cockpit where you train the pilot. But here all aircrafts are twin cockpit because all are requiring a weapon operator on on board. <coughs> you have a pilot along with him in the rear cockpit. You have a weapon operator who operates all the weapons. He's a master. So he sees which weapon to use in consulting the pilot while the pilot flies the aircraft and gives direction. So there is a multi-mode task which is going on at any given time in the cockpit. While they are navigating from air to ground mode, he can he can jump situations from air to air to air to ground, and also carries weapons which are also anti-ship. It can go and go deep into the sea territory, like in the Karachi coast or somewhere we want to hit targets. It can go in over the uh, sea for a long distance. Strike aircrafts or strike ships, strike submarines and come back. So it carries multiple types of weapons, from anti-ship to anti-armor to anti-tank to anti-vehicle, anti-concentration, also anti-bunker or bridges. 
and also carry air-to-air weapons. It has got a wonderful radar which can look very far into the air before the enemy aircraft can come up. So certain strike which I was talking about is that it goes into enemy territory and stations himself there, like a local parallel as we call, as a dada. Okay, let's see who comes and handles me. It is like this show of strength. And now while being there, it can hold in the air for such a long time because of the capability. Like I said earlier, Victorians could hold only for about 45 minutes for one hour. This can hold at one go for three hours. And in case we do air to air refueling, which we talk about the force multiplier in subsequent time frame, if you do air to air refueling, it can then stay in the air for as long as it requires, as long as the pilot capability. So staying there with the weapon load is a threat in being to the enemy. So you are able to put scare and you are able to deter the enemy from doing any attack onto our uh, own territory. This is the largest capability that we have achieved till date. And that's why Su-30 okay. is the most formidable aircraft that we have. Okay. Just before we say end, I just want to add one more small uh, point. So this is Su-30 is the same aircraft, which is the first of its aircraft along with Jaguars. Obviously, along with Jaguar has got a long range air to air capability, which went across the globe to Alaska. Here which married to Alaska to take part in a US exile Cove Thunder long time back and they were able to successfully execute it. And this is the kind of capability today we have. It's actually a kind of global or our reach is now strategic reach rather than being a tactical reach anymore. That's how the Su-30 has changed the entire scenario. Right, thank you. Uh, we've just about to reach uh, time limit that we set for ourselves, but I've got a small question request you to keep it very brief. You got these two pilots on Su-30. Both of them are pilots, or one is a pilot, the other is some other uh, kind no. of a branch? That's a very, 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 very pertinent question, sir, which is a normal uh, question we ask when addressing. Sir, I like I told, pilot in command is one only, single. We have trained weapon operators, WSOs, they call WSOs, which occupy the second cockpit. They could be from, normally they are from a different branch, navigation branch or such, and they are trained to do weapon operations because he is only looking inside and operation operating the weapon. Command, giving commands for the weapons while the pilot is flying and they are coordinated with each other. So it need not be a pilot every time. Who decides on weapon release? Who takes the, the decision pilot. to engage? Pilot, pilot in command. Pilot in command. He is the final command while the weapons are being operated by the uh, person and he gives a decision because finally he is in overall control of the agent. Thank you, Air Commodore SP Singh. Uh, yeah. Thanks a lot for a, a very fine explanation of all these aircraft, Jaguars, Mirages and now 230s. Look forward to a discussion with you again, maybe uh, in about 10-12 days, when we can talk about say, the other strengths that the Air Force has, both on ground and up in the air. And thank you, listeners. Please do tune in to bharatshakti.in and you'll find some such interesting discussions every couple of days. Thank you. Thank you very much, sir. It's always a pleasure to talk to you and uh, to, to talk to our listeners. Thank you very much, sir. Thank you.